Hi everyone and welcome to Christianity Unfiltered where we are speaking the truth of God's Word in love. Today you might notice that we have somebody new sitting with us today. This is my husband Dave. We've been waiting on Dave. Yes, we've been waiting. <laughs> He's finally here. I'm a real person. I'm a real person. <laughs> he really exists. But today we're going to talk about hearing God's voice. Um, we mentioned this last week that there's a lot of voices out there in the world for us um, to listen to. There's several voices that are vying for our attention. But tonight we're going to focus in on the voice of God, the voice of the devil, your own voice, and even familiar spirits. Because all of these are trying to talk to us on a regular basis. And many people are out there listening because they want to hear a word or they want to hear a voice but we want to make sure that we have the right voice that's talking to us. So tonight we're going to try to dive into each one of these. We're going to um, focus in to hear, you know, what is it like when it's your own voice? What is it like when it's a familiar spirit that's trying to speak to you? What is it like when the devil is trying to speak to you? What is it like when we're trying to hear God's voice? So the Bible has a lot to say about this, so we're going to go ahead and get started. So, um... I was thinking, you know, we just kind of need to start with our own voice because that's a voice that we hear a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got our own thoughts going on in our head. Yep. We talk to ourselves. <laughs> I mean, some people do, but yeah, some yeah. People do. <laughs> more than others. But um, it's just kind of, you know, deciphering through our thoughts because we've talked about before how it's our mind and our thoughts that the enemy really goes after and mm -hmm. like that's his playground. But yet we can't always blame the devil on all of our crazy thoughts. Yep. No, we can't right. because I mean, we do have a lot of like intrusive thoughts that they come and they go, but it's deciphering like, okay, no, that's not, that doesn't line up with the word of God. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, I found this in Isaiah. I thought it was really cool because you can't follow your own thoughts. No. It's Isaiah 30, 21. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. Whenever you turn to the to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. So this is like a prophecy in Isaiah. And he was a it was like um, he was talking to Zion, which is a foreshadow of the church, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like what was to come with our covenant with Christ. And, you know, back then, if you didn't hear God's voice, unless you were anointed mm -hmm. to be a prophet. Right. But now that's available to every single one of us. Mm -hmm. yep. Um because when Jesus, when he, you know, when he died and resurrected, the veil was torn. Mm -hmm. And now we have access to God all the time. And that's actually not even the scripture <laughs> that I meant to share at that that's moment. That's all right. It but it was out. the one that was on top. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of, I screwed that up there, guys. That's but, okay, but it fit. <laughs> yeah, it, okay. But yeah, the one that I was actually looking for is, oh, Lord, I know. I know the way of a man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his own that's, steps. That's the one that that's fit the with one what that you were just talking about. Yeah. yeah. Fit with more so, what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, hearing yourself and listening to yourself. And go ahead, finish what you were saying. Yeah, it's a, so it's not within man to direct their own steps. Because, you know, like when you read in Mark, it's for within it, 
within, out of the hearts of men come base and wicked thoughts, mm -hmm. sexual immorality, stealing, murder, adultery, coveting, all these things. Right. Like that's what's within the heart of man. Because mm -hmm. that's our flesh. Yeah. Yep. We have this sin body that we live in that has to be crucified, that has to be saved. But if we don't take captive those crazy thoughts, mm -hmm. they'll overtake us. Yeah, yeah, and know where they're coming from. You know, you right. know where they're coming from. Once you're born again and you're filled with the Spirit of God, you know, you know, what's, it's important to get in the Word, to yes. know what the Word says and, you know, how God feels about you mm -hmm. and, you know, how the Holy Spirit feels about you. Because, I mean, you get negative thoughts. You know, when you start getting negative things, that's, uh, I mean, that's the flesh or the enemy. I mean, right, right. off the rip. Because, uh, what's that other scripture in Jeremiah? What? I know the thoughts. Oh, Jeremiah 29, 11. And he says, I know the thoughts that I think about. Go ahead and read it, somebody. Um, he knows that, He knows the plans that he has for you, so he has all these good and perfect plans for our lives. So it also says, I know the thoughts mm -hmm. that I think about yeah. you and mm -hmm. have towards you. And see, when it's God and it's the Holy Spirit from within, you're not going to feel that, you know, you're not going to have that check in your spirit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? When it's negative, it's like from the enemy. And I want to say that it's almost like it comes from out here yes. instead of here. You know, when it's like a, a comforting, you know, hey, you should do this. Mm -hmm. You do that. You know, you feel it. You know, just like what you were saying earlier about reading the word even. You know, not having not having the word in you. not. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you're always going to feel the unction of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to tell you when you're not in the Word. Right. When you need to get in the yeah. Word. <clears throat> well, that goes back to, like, the flesh. That's what, you know, I was thinking about that, too. Like, what are we feeding? Our flesh, you know what I mean? Are we feeding the flesh or are we feeding our spirit? You know what I mean? So a lot of times it comes down to that. And when you have discernment and, you know, when you spend time with the Lord, you start recognizing that, like you were just saying. I mean, there's times in my own walk, in my own life, where I just like, no, hey, you haven't been spending enough time with God. Mm -hmm. You're starting to think on the flesh side. You're starting to feel on the fleshly side, you know what I mean? So that's what's so awesome, that when you recognize that, and that's one way you can start hearing from the Lord, because or the Holy Spirit telling you that. He's like, hey, you know, hey, I'm right here, man. Mm -hmm. You've been, you've yeah. been neglecting me over here for a little mm -hmm. bit. I'm right mm -hmm. here. You have to start, you know, what are you listening to? What are you... What are you watching? I mean, I tell that to the youth all the time when I'm teaching them. What are you feeding your ears? What are you feeding your eyes? What are you f saying out of your own mouth? You know what I mean? Mm. So we have to learn that, hey, we are flesh. Our flesh is a sinful thing. It wants to sin. You know, so what are we, mm. if we're feeding that, we're creating this bigger thing yep. in yeah. the flesh than we are in mm -hmm. the spirit. So our flesh wants to consume all that garbage, and then that's what... That's what, you know, that's what comes out. That's what comes out. Right. Exactly. What comes out. Yeah, that's so, what we were talking about last week, too. And the heart is desperately wicked above mm -hmm. all things who can know yeah, it. And yeah. then Jesus just said in Mark that all these things come from the heart. They come right. from the heart of man. Right, and that's what makes us wicked, yep. is what we have fed on, and now it's coming out of us. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to our thoughts, we have to really guard those thoughts because <clears throat> they just want to take off, and they want to go in any direction, Mm -hmm. And we have to be diligent to keep a watch on those. And shut it down immediately. Yes. Immediately casting it down. Yeah. Immediately. And like, where did that even come from? 
Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where did that even come from? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's and some of that, too, it can be just, like, simple everyday, like, craving certain foods that it's like, huh, I don't <laughs> need to be eating on that. that. Yeah. But, I mean, those come from our fleshy thoughts. Yep. And, and that's why, like you said at the beginning, you can't always blame the devil for every <laughs> negative thing that runs nope. through your mind mm -hmm. because your flesh craves things. And, like, that was kind of like what I was telling so I started the women's Bible study in Akron this morning, mm -hmm. right? If I could hey, off, I'm rest, sorry. Bro. No, you're fine. But um, that's what I was telling the ladies was like, you know, we have to control our thought intake and we have to cast down the vain imaginations, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to, we got to take it to the word. Right. You know, and um, like I was trying to talk to them about like renewing your mind. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was really trying to like drill into them ladies this morning was that like everything that you need is in here. Yes. So that goes, yeah, that goes yeah. right along with that. So yeah. if I was to, you know, wake up on Sunday morning and my tire was flat, I'm not going to blame the devil for not. <laughs> the devil gave me a flat tire this morning, guys. Man, he's at it again. The devil gave me a flat tire. Yeah. You know, or, uh, you know, the, I started the car and the engine blew up this morning. You know, there was no oil in it. Well, hey, you know what? You can't blame the oil the for you not putting it. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. uh, you know, you go get on an airplane and, uh, you know, you get on an airplane and the thing disintegrates in the middle, in midair. And it's because no one did any maintenance on it. It wasn't the devil. No, ain't nobody put it. No one did any maintenance on the airplane. You know what I mean? Oh, that was the devil. No, it was it was you, idiot. You should have done maintenance on that thing. You know, the devil blew our motor this morning. The same way you do in the flesh. Right. Yep. Yep. That's true. Exactly. And yes. So basically, you have to look at the fruit of your life. You know, on a regular basis, right? Yep. Those two things, right? Am I feeding the flesh? If I am, then I need to change some things, you know? Mm -hmm. Is my spirit, am I, am I on fire? Am I, you know, full of the Holy Spirit's full of the fire, you know? Then you know what you're feeding, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. And that's something in your own life you can do. You know, you can do that in your marriage. You can do that with any relationships, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like, you know, just, I know you guys already talked about like addiction, but you know, as you guys were talking, I would, the Holy Spirit just reminded me of this. But like back when, I was struggling with that alcohol like in my early 20s. I just remember that, you know, I quit for like six months and I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. I'm going to church, this, this and that. And then I listened to this one thought one day and the thought was just go get a one like 22 ounce beer mm -hmm. at the gas station. Just go do that. You know what I mean? And I listened to it and then it was like a couple of days went by and then, then it was like, just do it again. You know what I mean? But then I was right back into, within probably a couple of weeks, I was right back into a regular basis of just drinking. It mm -hmm. happens that quick. You know, because mm -hmm. you listen to that one thought. So mm -hmm. that's what you were saying. Like, you have to learn to immediately, like you said, that thought, no, that's of the devil. Mm -hmm. I resist you, you know what I mean, when you shall right. flee. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have to, I like, and that's talking to yourself. Sometimes mm -hmm. you have to talk to yourself yes. and say these things. No. Yeah, no. I'm not listening to you, right. you thought. You're right. You're a liar. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. You're, you're exactly right. Yep. And I mean, that leads us right into the devil. Like, he is constantly after us. Like, he is constantly trying to speak stuff at us and to our mm. minds. And one thing that, like, I have learned over the years, and um, another thing that I had heard, was first of all, like, his voice is much louder. Like, his thoughts are loud. Like, mm, they are, they bombard your mind almost. 
And then I think it was Kenneth Copeland That's had really said good. this. Yeah. That's really good. Kenneth Copeland had said this, and this just really hit me during a time in my life when I really needed it, was everything the devil says is the exact opposite of the truth. Yeah. And that came at a time where I was struggling with problems with my heart, and I had gone through having ablation done, well, it didn't work, and so I'm like trying to find all these answers and all these ways to get it healed, get it fixed, because, I mean, it was miserable what I was going through. And I was under so much fear because it was like, what am I gonna do to set it off? What, what, what if I do this? Is that gonna set it off? If, if I try to do this, is that gonna set it off? And one day it's like, I was thinking about that, that what Kenneth Copeland had said, and it's like, oh my goodness. Like all these lies that he's been feeding me, he's been saying this because he wants to stop me, and this is the exact opposite of what God's saying. Yes. So if he's telling me that this is gonna come back, and I'm gonna have a problem with this, and I need to be afraid of it, and that's gonna set it off, I have to remember that God's over here saying, no it's not, you're healed, you're yep. fine. You need to stop listening to that. Yeah, to go, really right to go along with that, with her, when she was going through that, I just remember talking about hearing God's voice. I mean, we were praying the one night, and the Holy Spirit's like, you need to say this to Carrie. And I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I looked at her and I said, the Lord wanted me to tell you this tonight. That He said, are you, uh, are you trying to heal yourself or are you trusting God? To heal you mm -hmm. mm. because I mean there's nothing wrong with trying to do things to better yourself and your health but like no she was a fanatic about it like and I was like Carrie you either trust that God's gonna that he already healed you or not you know what you mean? could tell it was based on worry yeah. Yeah. it was based on it was, worry it was over and you're not it supposed was to be so worried, much fear so, yeah. yeah it was it was fear driven it was for sure. really yeah and that's why really it was bad. problematic because that's unbelief but you even know, like right? when she got that done mm -hmm. you know there was speaking of our thoughts you know you know, she was in the hospital, and I have... During the surgery? Yeah, during her procedure, and like Colt was, what, six months maybe, I yeah. think? Brody, maybe two, two and a half, three, whatever he was. Three. And, you know, I'm in the hospital. I couldn't be in there, you know, and for seven hours, I'm in this waiting room, and I'm like, I started listening to the, these, just, just hearing them. I wasn't listening. I said, no. You know, but the devil's like, oh, you're going to... You're going to be a single dad, and you're raising these kids by yourself. Your wife ain't making it out of that. But, you know, the, the awesome thing is I was a born-again believer and filled with the Holy Ghost. But, you know, that just rose up within me. You know what I mean? And I went outside in that house. A holy fire. You know what I mean? I went yeah. outside, and I just started praying in the Holy Ghost, shouting for victory. And I said, no, my wife will live. And, no, I'm not going to be a single dad, you know? Hallelujah. But those are the things you got to do. You have yes. to counter what the devil brings to you. And, and, you know, I know we're going to get into it, but, you know, the word is your best counter of what yes. the devil says. So, yep. so the number one thing to hearing God's voice is knowing God's word. I mean, that's how he's going to speak to us mm -hmm. regardless of any situation. And I always tell the youth that. I'm like, literally, this day and age on technology, you can go on Google and say, scriptures on healing. And 50 scriptures will pop up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like anything that you're going through. And I mean, obviously back in the day, before all this technology, you know, you research it, research it in your word. But you can find anything you need in the word of God. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
and, and for every situation. Yeah, he'll give you revelation on whatever you need to do to, right. do to learn in that. Right. Mm. Yeah, he really will. And like I was kind of sharing with you the other day when we were in the car, that whole situation with Elijah. I knew this mm -hmm. was like, coming. Oh, yeah. Fear oh, yeah. gripped me oh, yeah. so bad. Like mm -hmm. it was, and I do believe like the sickness on him was an attack of the enemy. Mm -hmm. He kept getting fevers and he kept getting sick. And it was like, I mean, it was like a three or four month period. And yeah, she was freaking it, out. it got mm -hmm. to the point to where he was like, he was just having fevers. And it would only be like a few, three or four degrees above what mm -hmm. it should be. And I was just, I was so wrapped in this fear. It was like mm -hmm. teething or I something. Was, you know, I, I think it was, it was teething it. and other things like that. But like, and I kept taking him to the doctor. Right. He's our only and baby that did that too. Like that, mm. that you know, like kept getting the, the teething fever. She, right. None of our other kids did that. That's another oh, reason why I know kid. she was like, <laughs> well, so for, and that yeah. doctor's report. Because, yeah. And well, we ended up, I was going to the doctor all the time. And like the last time he had a fever, the doctor said, well, if this keeps happening, we're going to have to like test him for cancers. Mm -hmm. And that was like, I mean, I hit my knees. When I and heard that, I was just like, whatever. And, garbage. But, and she was alone on this though, like yeah, on this issue like, on the, the inside. The enemy you know? had me so yeah. like boxed in mm -hmm. with these lies and this fear that I couldn't hear anything on the outside right. that was going on. And so when the doctor said that, like, I, I really just, like, I hit my knees. And I think that's, like, when the Holy Spirit got a hold of me. And he was like, no, get in your word. Right. And this Bible right here actually has, like, it it's, has a whole section on healing. Mm -hmm. And I got into the word, and I read what it has to say about healing. I found out what belongs to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that I have, I have um, authority over right. sickness. Mm -hmm. And over, you know, Elijah's sickness. And if I wouldn't have got a hold of that, like if I would have just kept listening to the enemy, who knows? Right. You yeah. know, who knows where we'd be because yeah. my faith was in the doctor. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, but fear is lack of faith. Yes. That's what it is. When it all comes down to it and you're like letting that fear overtake you like mm -hmm. that, it's because you don't believe what this says mm -hmm. or it's not rooted deep enough in right. there to where it's going to come out. You're mm -hmm. going to, the fear is going to overtake. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, one, so one, uh, like we were talking about before, spiritual warfare is believing what the Word of God says over the circumstances mm -hmm. and everything around you. Because, and, it, and Jesus even says, talks about seed being sown and the birds of the air. That's mm -hmm. the enemy. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's the enemy coming to try to snatch the Word out of you, mm -hmm. like immediately. Yes. And so you got to let it get down in there mm -hmm. and let it grow. And that's yeah. when it becomes strong. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that there's like many seeds to the Word of God. You know, there's many, because there's so many subjects. There's healing, mm -hmm. salvation, prosperity, you know, just all these different things. Mm -hmm. And when you sow that in, it ends up growing up to be that mustard seed. Like Jesus right. said, having faith in it. And then the birds of the air, like can nest there. Like it's such a... You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I keep thinking about, I remember this one time. I was at school thinking about the devil's crazy thoughts. And I was in my classroom teaching, and I literally felt and like saw in the spirit this thought come from out here and come hit me in my head. And it was, you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah. It took months to get rid of that thought. I had to fight it and fight it and fight it and fight it. Mm -hmm. That was not me. 
That was definitely not God. It was not the Holy Spirit. No. It was the enemy. Because Straight. he knew that I yeah. was already healed from it. But yet he was still trying to stop me in my tracks. Mm. But I mean, that was one time that I'm like, oh, I'd, I'd never had that experience before. Yeah. But literally, like, I saw it come at me from over here. It was just like you seen yeah. in the spirit. Yes. It wasn't real life. It was literally spiritual. But yeah. And even that, like, it wasn't that I saw this vision. It's like I just sensed yeah. and saw it that You know way. it was something, like, from the outside. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, when it first hit, like, it was, it was terrifying. And I had to fight and fight and fight. And I bet it was probably three to six months before I finally got rid of that. It was yep. miserable. I, I know. I'm telling you, and that's the thoughts of the enemy. And yes. that's exactly what I went through with Elijah. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was constantly bombarding yes. me. Mm -hmm. And whenever I would think mm -hmm. that like, okay, w things are getting better. No. It, mm -hmm. It's like those thoughts would just come back. But that's another thing is like, we can eat at that point because I wasn't rooted deep enough in the word, right. I could easily identify Satan's voice. Mm -hmm. And like, I knew it was the enemy. Right. Like deep down inside, I knew that it was the enemy and that it was fear and I couldn't get out of it. Like you remember, I, I would tell you all the time, Brandon, I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. Like I need help, and I would this tell isn't her, I really... right. Right. Like I would wake up in the mornings, like just mm -hmm. crying, being so overwhelmed with worrying about him. And I'd be like, him. he's fine. What? Quit worrying. Like but I mean, I I didn't that, understand why she was. Yeah, like, but that's like what I'm saying with knowing God's voice and being rooted mm -hmm. in the Word, because I could so easily hear Satan's voice. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, and like I, you said, I, the thoughts were loud. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you said, really the thoughts loud. were loud. That was yeah. a great, great. Like I said, man, I'm still that's sitting so here thinking good. about. Yeah, because mm -hmm. because it's literally like, and and his thoughts are always fear. Yes. And doubt. Literally yes. every time, it's always going to be fear and doubt. Every right. single time, fear, doubt, and hate. Fear, mm. doubt, and hate. Things Kill, that, things, destroy. yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yep, and, yep, yeah. and things and that would make bars. you extremely mad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's why you. I mean, like literally, um, what is it? Like uh, we're we're just listening to somebody there talking. I mean, when you turn on certain things and you see what's going on in the nation, in the country, and the people that are out here and what they're doing, and you know, people are deceived everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's really. But you see, when you pay attention to all that and you press into that, like we're on an assignment and it's a different assignment. And you always hear the Holy Spirit, hey, listen, don't be concerned about that. Here, mm -hmm. Here's what you need to do. Right. You know, I gave you an assignment. Here's what your assignment is. Regardless what they're doing, regardless what's happening in the country, what's, regardless what's all this is going on, you have an assignment to preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. Go and do it. You mm -hmm. know, press in. And so that's what, right. what I always get. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. catch myself getting mad. <laughs> See, so I'm like, man. But, you know, the devil, he bombards us with those thoughts because he wants us to align our mouths with the thought. Yep, because to destroy ourselves. Because he can't do anything unless we give power to it with our words. He knows that. He knows the law that God sent in motion mm -hmm. that we will have whatsoever we say. Yep. Mm. So he bombards us with these thoughts to get us to say it because as soon as we say it, now he can get to work. Yep. Because yep. we've, just given, yeah, we've yep. just given him permission to work. I mean, mm -hmm. I was going through it just this um, around Christmas time, like fighting symptoms of sickness. And like, oh my goodness, I had people trying to tell me, oh, you're sick, you're sick. No, I'm not. I am healed. Yeah. And I was reading in Charles Capps, one of his books just about healing. It was just a little pamphlet about it. 
he was talking about that very thing. Like God created our bodies to be healed, yes. but as soon as we line up our words with the symptom, and I don't feel good, and oh, this hurts, and I think I might be getting something, or I think I might have the flu, or I think I'm gonna get COVID, or whatever it is. Mm. As soon as we give word to that, we've given power to that seed, and now the natural healing that we have has just been destroyed. Yep. Mm. We just open the gates wide for sickness and disease to yep. come in. And thinking back too to when I was going through all that stuff with my heart, um, before the very last time that it happened, um, I think it was in October, <clears throat> excuse me, and the Holy Spirit was telling me, you have got to deal with this fear. Because I was so, like you, overrun with fear that it was bad. Like he, God even gave me a dream the one night showing me if I didn't deal with this fear, like it was going to be a horrific attack next. Yeah. And so I did, I spent at least a month or so just in the word, praying, praying in the Holy Ghost, Pressing in. getting mm -hmm. victory over mm -hmm. that fear. Yep. And God even had me preach about it then too. And the last attack came in June and it was, it was bad. It really was because I had the, like, I don't know if they, they'd given me medicine to like try to slow my heart down. They gave me like the full voltage of shocks that you could get to your heart. And I came out of it and it was still going. Yeah. And it was so cool because I know this sounds weird, that being cool. But as I was coming back into consciousness, I literally felt Jesus over here on my left side, stretch out his arm and say, that's enough. They give me the one medication that I told them I can have this and my heart rate came down just like that. Wow. And I had to really guard my thoughts to be like, okay, I can't go to, well, what if I hadn't dealt with that? I couldn't, I can't let myself even now go to that place of well, what would have happened if I wouldn't have dealt with those thoughts. Yes. <laughs> so that's why it is so important to not connect our mouths with what the enemy is bombarding our thoughts exactly. with. Yep. And the negativity, you know, I mean, the, the Bible tells you, that, and I think what's, um, you know, our words are powerful mm -hmm. and even, uh, well, they say, I'm pretty sure one of the universities did a study on that quite a while ago on, um, and it was correct because it's something that the Bible says as why. <laughs> That's why you know of it's course. correct. You know what I mean? But uh, the other stuff, they're making up half of it. But uh, yeah, so they said people, I mean, and when you really look at it though, I mean, you don't even have, need a science, you know, a scientist, but when you look at people and you see them, the people that talk negative all the time, they, mm -hmm. I mean, they literally sit there. Every other word is I hate, they hate their life. They say, I don't, I don't even want to say that because I don't. Right. I love my life, man. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm so happy <laughs> because of the Lord, babe. Yes. You know what I mean? He's made it what it is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people that say they hate their life, their life sucks. I mean, just over and. We were like that um, when we were in yeah, active addiction. Like, like, dude, I, we were always saying, like, dude, I, I effing hate my life. Like, that. she would wake like, up in the morning, like, withdrawing, and she'd wake up, I mean, and the I first word out of her up. mouth was the F word. I'd yeah. be like, I'd be so mad because yeah. I knew what I was about to deal with that day. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, exactly. And it was, uh, what do they say? It's Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's Groundhog Day. You wake up and you're like, Seriously. again? What was that one chick? So she would go home for like two weeks, right? Get with her husband, be with her husband. 
and then she'd find herself oh, back Debbie. on the street. Sorry, Debbie. Sorry, Debbie. Debbie Ellsworth, Debbie man. Ellsworth. She, would, she would come back. I'm she, telling dude, you we'd what. Be, I'd be I sitting there in this so dope house, and she'd be, like, how the heck? she'd be like, how the F did I get in here again? And she was like, I keep winding up back here. I swear I'm in hell. <laughs> That's what she'd say. Dude. And I'd be like, no, we're not there yet, Debbie, now. but we're she's, going. She's doing good. You That's know. good. Yeah, yeah she's, she's clean. She's now. sober. She couldn't believe she ran into us one yeah. day and was like, whoa, dude. You know, cause, yeah. And we were telling her about, you know, because I know she's like in the sobriety thing. You know, and she's not actually, uh, you know, walking with Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, which I'm glad that people get sober. I'm glad about that. But you can be sober a thousand years and go to hell without Jesus. So, yeah. you know, but, get Jesus. Yeah. Right along with what you were saying, how the devil wants to have our confessions mm -hmm. attached to the fear and the thoughts of um, the bad things that are going to happen. It, it goes the opposite. Mm -hmm. Also, it goes with our faith when it, you know, it says in Mark 11:23, mm -hmm. have faith in God for truly I say to you whoever says to this mountain so you got to speak it out yes. you got to speak this thing out be removed and be thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what he says will come to pass he will have whatever he says Amen. and Amen. the spoken word yes. is where our Jesus. power lies Hallelujah. so having the word rooted in you speaking it out in faith, mm -hmm. you know, and using your faith to like appropriate what God has provided for us, right. you know? And I mean, to me, when I got a hold of that, everything changed, mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. changed. What do you got, Dave? Well, I mean, <laughs> going into this more about hearing, you know, the mm -hmm. Lord was just showing me today about that. It's in James 4, 8. Let me just pull it up real quick. It says, come close to God, and he will come close to you. How simple is that, right? <laughs> so if we're drawing near to him, he's drawing near to us, yep. right? So it goes back to, you know, are we spending the time that we need to in the Word or with God or in his presence? I mean, that's what I tell my boys all the time at home. I'm like, hey, you know, your relationship determines how much time you're spending with the Lord, mm -hmm. you know, your wisdom and your mm -hmm. knowledge of the word is determined on how much time you're spending in the word and, and in him and, and knowing who he is. I mean, mm -hmm. when you start spending time with, like say my wife, right? If I'm spending time with her all the time, I know who she is, right? I know yeah. what she's thinking. I know where she's going. I know how she's thinking about it. You know what I mean? Same thing with the Lord. If we're filling ourselves up with who we are in Christ, you know what I mean? That we are made in his image and, and that we are hearing, we're going to start hearing that voice. We know that voice. It's a, it's a mm -hmm. beautiful voice. I mean, yes. it's a voice that, like you said, it's going to keep you out of the Holy Spirit, right? He, he's our guide or our comfort or our helper. I mean, we're going to, those are the voices, that's the voice you're going to want to go to in those times where those attacks are coming from the enemy. You want to be able to hear those voices. Yes. So, you know, part of what I have down here today was you know the word is the is your main thing like i was saying earlier once you get the word in you then you have to like you said decree declare the yeah. word over every situation mm -hmm. in your life mm -hmm. and if you're not those you know you're you're allowing those things you know i remember this goes back way back when my dad used to say stuff to me he's like you know it's those little cracks that you let the enemy in you know those little places in your life where you don't want to totally give over to God. You know what I mean? And you allow the enemy to creep in. And when he yeah. creeps in, guess what? Like I said, when I was back when I was drinking, you know, 
that one time, that's all it took. And now, now he was in. You know what I mean? So then it becomes this bigger issue. But it all goes back to, like I tell Carrie this a lot, we talk about this a lot. And, you know, everybody should. But even in your marriage, you know, you have to evaluate that sometimes, right? You have to evaluate your marriage. Okay, well, why is this going on in our marriage? Well, probably because we've been lacking in this area. You know what I mean? Probably because we haven't talked about this. Probably because we haven't prayed about this. Probably because we haven't spoke the word over this situation, right? Yeah. You know, it, it goes that with every aspect of your life. You know what I mean? So if you want to hear what God's saying, you got to be with Him, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right, that's what the Bible says, right? Jesus right. was Spend with the Father, right? He yeah. was right. in the bosom. He was with Him. Yeah. Um, constant basis you have to be led by the spirit i mean i I remember hearing that getting taught when i was a teenager i mean you got to be led by the spirit you have to be with him but you have to know him to be with him exactly and you you have to talk to him and you got to talk to him and you got to hear him and you got to spend that time Mm -hmm. so he is here and you know he might talk to me totally different than you, but he's still talking to he us. He does, because you know I mean? the way you hear the Lord and the way I hear is too yeah. different. I'm more on like f- like the f- the unction and feeling yeah. of it. Right. Dave almost like literally. I hear him. He like yeah. literally yeah. is I like, hey, bro. <laughs> and until it's like, yeah. it's like, it, he's like one of them guys that had the earpiece in. Mm-hmm. Talking about, hey, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and just talking about God's voice, his voice Okay, we talked about how the devil is like loud and he bombards our thoughts and his are negative and they're always causing problems. They went temptation, like doubts, hatred, like you said. But God's is the complete opposite. His is that still small voice. Yep. His is peaceful. Mm-hmm. Everything that he says lines up with and agrees with his word. Um, sometimes it's an unction, like you said. It's it's an it's a knowing on the inside. It's that inward witness of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. In John chapter ten, verse five, or I'm sorry, verse four, the second half of it, and then into five, um, Jesus is talking about the good shepherd and his sheep, and this is what he said about the shepherd. Um, he walks ahead of them, his sheep. And they follow him because they know his voice. Yes. Verse 5 says they won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. And whenever I have those thoughts and things that come to my head, and like if I'm hearing those weird things, I always think back to this. It's like, okay, I know my father's voice. Mm -hmm. I know what it sounds like. And the voice of a stranger, I don't. I don't know that voice and I'm not going to listen to that voice. Yeah. Even though it's loud and I've heard it a lot. Yeah. I recognize that's the stranger. I ain't listening to him. Yep. And that's what we have to remember when it comes to God's voice. Now, we've been talking about hearing God's voice with the kids and we've taught it before. And <clears throat> we were talking about some of the ways that we can hear his voice. And there are a few times that he gives an audible voice. I know I heard his voice audibly a couple yeah. times in my life. Oh, yeah. Um, one in particular, like, stands out to me, like, in the middle of the night. I would wake up and I'd hear, Carrie! I'm like, who called me? And it's like, that was God. Yeah. How do I know? I've got the example of it in Scripture. When God called Samuel as a little kid, he thought it was Eli. Eli finally figured it out. No, it's God. Tell him, hey, I'm listening. Um, so it can be an audible voice, and I think that's what so many people are going after is that audible voice, and it opens up the door for familiar spirits, which we'll talk about later. Um, 
like we mentioned, it's that knowing on the inside. Mm -hmm. It's that peace. It's, um, and I mentioned this too, it's that, it's that inner witness of the Holy Spirit. He can speak to us through dreams even yep. and visions. There are yeah. some people that get that. Um, Dave's got the prophetic gift. He gets those words of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Like he hears it directly. Mm -hmm. I'll have times where I will sit down with my notebook after I've prayed in the Holy Spirit or after I've read my Bible and I'll start writing. And that's one way that he helps me hear what he's saying. So those are some of the things that he does um, do to talk to us. Yeah. And like whenever we're ministering to people, like we've said, like he gets the whole download. He hears like a whole paragraphs. Oh, we'll yeah. say, I get one word. And how do I know that I'm supposed to say something? It keeps coming up mm -hmm. and it keeps coming yeah. up and I can't get away from it. And then I might start to get that burning or that nervousness on the inside. Like, oh, okay. Like I need to say this. Yeah. And as soon as I step out with that word or that little bit that I see, then the Holy Spirit catches up with me and the rest of it comes from there. Yeah. Mm. But that's, that's how we hear God's voice. And I know like we'll test it, so to speak, like when we're driving down the road, we're coming up to the end of our street and it's like, okay, do we go right, do we go left? Well, what'd the Holy Spirit tell you? Left, okay, I got that too, we're going. But I mean, just something that simple. Yeah. We're allowed to do that. Like we're allowed to ask the Holy Spirit, hey, which way am I supposed to go? I remember one time I was trying to go um, get something to Dave's sister and I was trying to go this certain way. And it was like, I just had this mm, inside. It's like, mm, I'm not supposed to go that way. So I tried to go another way and I at least made it to a parking lot and sat there and prayed for a little bit. And it was just like, I had this uneasiness and it's like, don't do that. So I start headed back towards home and I was going to make another turn. And it's like, don't go that way. So just those little nudges, if I wouldn't have listened to that, who knows what would have happened? I probably would have been yeah. in a wreck. Yeah. I don't know. But those are the little ways that he speaks to us. And so many people just disregard it because they want to hear this audible, thus saith the Lord, like, here's yeah. your word, here's yeah, no. your sign. Yeah. It don't work that like, way. Yeah, yeah, like when we were teaching the kids with Elijah, right. you know, the earthquake came, the fire, the mm -hmm. wind, right. and he, God, God wasn't in any of, of that. He was mm -hmm. in the still, small voice. Right. And that's, yeah, that's so true. And mm -hmm. I mean, I know that I've heard the Lord through prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. I know that like you said, the way you said that you'll start writing after mm -hmm. you spend time in the word or praying. I have found like when I have my alone time with God and I'm reading the word and I start praying things yes. out, like I'll start praying mm -hmm. out what God is like. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa, that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. That was the Holy that's Spirit. The, that's the prophetic gift. Yeah. yeah. And I was, and I'm like, whoa. Okay, that was for me, but it was that was from him. Yes, you know, and those times have been I'm awesome. Like, that's how I am. I'm like, I can't come up with that. No, no, and I'm like, I'm in the room alone, and I'm praying these things, and I'm like, whoa, I didn't yeah, ever thought good. like that didn't come out of me. Yeah. Right, yeah. and that's always that's so powerful. But I know that like from experience, last year, the 21 days of prayer and fasting, like I got. I got direction from the mm -hmm. Lord. And I will say that I wasn't completely obedient with mm -hmm. that direction. 
And I know that if I would have taken the steps to like even one of the things that he told me to do was to start taking better care of my health. Mm -hmm and um, to start exercising and stop eating certain things. And I know that if I would have followed that direction then, the attack that came on my blood pressure right. over the summer, I know that that wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. You know, so he'll, he'll lead you and he'll guide you for, you know, for your own good, what mm -hmm. comes to your health. Mm -hmm. When it comes to buying a car, I was scrolling on Facebook the other day and one of our old friends, I mean, she had said something like, buying my third car this month and i'm like well hello <laughs> you know hello but god cares about everything her. like mm -hmm. if you know if you're seeking him he'll lead you to buy the right car exactly i mean he'll lead you to buy i mean the right shirt the right size jeans mm -hmm. i know mm -hmm. that i i've been in the store like i shared with the kids <laughs> a few weeks ago uh -huh. i was shopping for makeup and i and i heard i was like i heard don't buy that that's not right for you. And it wasn't. I went mm -hmm. home and it wasn't right yep. for me. But it's the little things. Yeah, and I had something like that happen too. We were at Texas Roadhouse and I ordered a grilled chicken salad and I heard the Holy Spirit say, don't get bacon. I didn't listen <laughs> and I broke my tooth. He was trying to yeah. save me from breaking a tooth. Something yeah. that mm -hmm. simple. I'm telling you. I mean, he, he is speaking to us all the time. Are we we have to listen. Yes. Exactly. Are we listening and obeying? And are we drowning him out with all this stuff out here? Because, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm guilty of it at times, like having podcasts playing, you know, having the TV on all the time. Do we have music going all the time? Yeah. You know, those things drown out that quiet. Mm -hmm. And he does. He says, be still and mm -hmm. know that I am God. Well, that's what he was sharing with me today was that, you know, be still. Are we listening to what he's saying? But to go with Carrie, what she was saying, even like I'll just tell a quick story about that audible voice. This, but I was really seeking after this was like a few years ago. I knew I knew the Lord has, you know, given me a prophetic gift. All right. So I was just really pursuing after and saying, Lord, I want to. I want it to be stronger and power, more powerful. I want to be so accurate, Lord. I want, you know, how, like, develop this in me. How can you, you know, and this yeah. was right, coming right off of this, okay? Mm -hmm. I remember I was driving up to the church we were going to at the time. And, I mean, I'm just going to say it how the Lord said it, because it was so powerful to me. Like, I'm driving down the highway. He's like, get off of 30th Street. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's what I heard. Get off of 30th Street. I was like, all right, Lord. I said, I've been pre, I've been seeking after this, all man. Right. I've been seeking after Let's this gift. Go. I want to get, like, I'm, I'm, I'm testing you, Lord. You know what I mean? Are you going to yeah. show? You know, this is real. You know what I mean? This, this was really like, real. it was so powerful. So he's like, get off of 30th Street. I said, all right. So I'm getting off of 30th. He's like, all right, I want you to turn left on market. And this is what I'm hearing. And he's like, and then when you get to 25th Street, you're going to take a right. You're going to cross over Fulton Road or Cleveland Avenue. And he said, the fourth, this is, I mean, this is how specific he was. He's like, the fourth house from Fulton Road, there's going to be a guy getting out of a red Chevy Cobalt. That's what he tells me. This is what I'm hearing. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is bonkers to me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm doing it. I said, I'm doing it. Because I said, I know I'm hearing from you today. And then I said, I've been seeking after this. And I've been wanting this powerful gift. You know what I mean? So sure enough, I do all that. And I get to that fourth driveway, and there's literally a guy getting out of a red Chevy Cobalt. It blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, all right, Lord, am I going to go talk to him? He's like, no, just pull in that parking lot and go pray wow. for him. Wow. So he starts showing me all the stuff about this guy. 
And then it was a, I don't a even months. know, a few months later, I was telling my buddy about it. He's like, dude, I know that house. He's like, what? He's like, that's my dad's best friend. Like, the Lord drew you <laughs> to my dad's wow. best friend's house. You know what I mean? So he's like, what did the Lord tell you? And I was like, I shared with him. He's like, yep, that's him. But he was able to tell his dad about it. Mm -hmm. And his dad, it really spoke to his dad. His dad wasn't saved and his dad was fighting cancer. Mm -hmm. So I, I got to go to his dad's house and like win him over to the Lord and like tell him that, you know, the Lord's got your buddy. You know what I'm saying? That's like, awesome. But like, but you have, but I had to listen to that too. Like what if yeah. I would ignore that? I would have never got that experience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I would have yeah. never got to see, you know, that it was yeah. real. Yeah. And then like I, then that other one I was telling you guys about a while ago about the same type of thing. I just heard the, a still small voice, like Carrie said. So we're driving down the Whipple one day in Canton and I see this guy pushing this like, you know, cart. A grocery cart. Yeah, a grocery cart. And he had a shirt that said, Jesus saves. Some old guy had a flag on it. I'm like, and me and my buddy are in the van and I'm like, dude, we got to stop and talk to this guy. He's like, are you serious? I said, I just heard that small voice. So we have to stop and talk to this guy. He's like, what are you going to say? I said, I don't know. We just have to stop and talk to this guy. <laughs> God will tell me. So we're like yeah. right in this busy area on Whipple Avenue. And uh, we, get, we get out. We start talking to this guy. Not even five minutes later, we heard this guy across the parking lot. I said, hey, can I come talk to you guys? We're like, yeah. He's like, so he gets over there. He's like, I saw this Jesus Save shirt. You know, and he's like, I just had to come see what this Jesus is all about. And he starts telling us. He's like, I was at the library this morning. And he's like. And he's like, I was going to kill myself today. This is what this guy's telling us in the parking lot. He's yeah. like, I was going to kill myself today. I mean, I get the Holy Spirit goosebumps all over it when I tell about it. But he's like, but somebody handed me a Bible in the middle of the library today. No, no. He's like, I don't know who they were. They're just like, here, we're supposed to give you this. And he's like, then I'm driving down the street today. <laughs> and he says, I see this shirt that says Jesus saves. You know what I mean? And he's like, so I had to come hear about this Jesus. You know what I mean? So we just start talking to him and and like on the side of the road and we start ministering to him and i mean and then this demon just starts manifesting right on the side of the road out of this yeah. dude like but we you know got him set free from it and delivered we got him set free delivered saved and filled with the baptism of the holy ghost on the side right of the road. On the side of that, yeah and he All didn't kill himself and he started going to our church <laughs> yeah. and he started going to our church so i mean so think about that you can't tell wait, me wait was he the guy that was so you stopped to talk to someone else well jesus that once that demon started manifesting manifesting that jesus saved guy that guy took off he was like i'm not he was just he was just like he god was using him to pull the guy in okay so like so that's, it was so powerful awesome. because that kid got saved. It didn't kill himself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Started. Yeah. But he leaves. That's what I always said. Like, think about the timing of that, too. Yeah. Just yeah. that guy. Sure. But, we, right? but what if I would have ignored that? That yeah. dude could have killed himself mm -hmm. today. Yeah. And all, mm -hmm. You know? And God's so good. He is. But then we went from that. And me and my buddy are like, this is awesome. Let's keep going today. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? So then we're like, yeah. started praying in the van. He's like, where do you want us to go now, Lord? So we went to Walmart. And same thing. He's like, he got it this time. He said, the Lord said to go to Walmart, to go to the frozen food section. We're going to see this girl there that has a baby and her mom's. And he's like, and then we, we got to buy our groceries. And I'm like, let's do it. So sure, I mean, to the timing of going to that aisle, dude, this girl comes out with the baby and her mom. And we just were like, I know this sounds crazy to you, but we're yeah. going to buy your girl. Yeah. And then after that, yeah. we just started going all over Walmart, ministering to people and hearing what God had to mm -hmm. say. You know, I always joke around saying you could have a full-time ministry at oh, Walmart's yes, parking lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Just the parking lot, yeah. not alone, let alone so, the store. So <laughs> what I'm saying is you have to listen, too. But mm. but I also was in that time saying, Lord, 
you know, help me with this gift. Help me discern this gift. Mm -hmm. Help me to use it. First of all, give me the boldness to do it. Because right. there was a time, like, you remember when we were first married, I was like, here, I hear all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, the Lord's showing me this stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't have the boldness to say it. I'm like, yeah. this is crazy to me. But that's why getting involved in church and getting involved in the children's ministry, like back in our day, and, and exercising the gifts that God puts in you, it teaches you how to hear Him. Mm -hmm. yeah. The more yes. and more that you are mm -hmm. serving Him and, mm -hmm. and serving you know, in the church and exercising the gifts that He's given you, then you start hearing clearly. Yeah. And now it's at the point where like, I just hear it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It just flows, you hear yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like a muscle. Yeah. The more you're you exercise it, exactly. the stronger you're going to get. Yeah, because, yeah. You, and then too, you're getting more sensitive to His voice. Mm -hmm. You're getting more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And then too, like as you're feeding your spirit, your soul and your mind are going to follow what the Spirit says, not what your flesh wants you to do. Yep. So then it's quicker and easier to shut down your own voice, and it's quicker and easier to shut down the voice of the enemy because your focus is on God. Your focus is on the Holy Spirit. Your focus is in on the Word. And that does, it makes it so much easier then to follow yeah. Him. And <clears throat> I know for me, it's maybe not so much like Dave. He hears it. I get more, I'm more the type that I sense things. Like I'll sense, okay, we need to pray. Well, what do we need to pray about? I don't know. I just know that we have to pray. Yeah. And then we pray it out. <clears throat> and it comes I out. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So even like, I remember um, one time I was supposed to go to Walmart and give somebody some money. And it was like, I just got a color and it was like an orange binder. That was all they told me. And it's like, okay, well, who, who, who am I supposed to give this to? And it's like, once I got closer to the person, then I start getting all nervous. And it's like, I see her pick up the orange binder. I'm like, there it is. But like yeah. early in our marriage too, just kind of going along with that, um, we knew that we were supposed to give like so much money to somebody. We didn't know who. Yeah. We just were like, okay, we're supposed to go to the store. We're supposed to give them money. <clears throat> we went to the mall first and we kind of walked around. It's like, no, it's not here. But God didn't tell us. We just sensed that, no, there's nothing here. <laughs> go to good old Walmart. And we're walking around and we're walking around. Is it this person? Nope. Is it this person? Nope. Is it this? Finally, we got up to check out and I just start getting nervous. I'm like, that's the person. And I look at her and I said, we that both knew the right one. then. Yeah. Like we both knew. And it wasn't that God told yeah. us. Nervous. We had like, that nervousness yeah. of, oh my gosh, like this is it. Yeah. And I just went up to her and I'm like, I, I don't call mean. call the unction. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's the unction it's of the, the unction. Holy Ghost. We don't want to claim nervousness. No. Um, but I went up to her and I'm like, I don't mean to sound strange. I said, but I just feel like God's supposed to, God told me I'm supposed to pay for your groceries. And she's like, oh, no, 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 you don't have to. I'm like, no, I insist. Like, yeah. I need to do this. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, okay. And then after she was finishing up, she ended up telling us, you don't understand, but what you just paid for was baking supplies for our youth group because they are doing a bake sale to raise money to go on a, go on a mission trip. Wow. And then she even put it in the Reader's Tell Us in Alliance. And in my aunt and uncle saw about it. That's awesome. Okay. So, so now, only, so now God is supplying just for this. Just by hearing yeah. 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 people in obedient, kingdom. think about yeah. that. Like that yeah. not only went back to their church, 
but wherever they went on the mission trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Off of one act of obedience. And that's what I put down on my fan today, too, was one of the big ways of hearing him is we have to be obedient, right? right yeah. yeah. The Bible says that he is a lamp upon our feet. You know, he directs our footsteps, you know? Yeah. So are we being obedient in those times where he's telling us to go do those things? See, that was the key, is obedience. I mean, mm -hmm. and like the cool thing was, I mean, this, you know, like Sunday, a couple of weeks ago, we had a cool service here. Everybody that was involved knows. But one, I had a lady come up to me afterwards and was just like, thank you for being obedient to stop and pray for us. And she's like, you were right on what you were praying for us and all that. But, but, it, but it's the obedience of it, mm -hmm. you know, of mm -hmm. hearing that and doing it. And like I said, the boldness. Once you do that, you have to do it. You know, just like with you guys, when you're out evangelizing, yeah. you know, and, and ministering to people, you know. You get that unction, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So I get unctions on places to go, either. Yeah, and places yeah, that, and just yeah, where that's to go. What I was gonna say. And I'm always, it's like always right on, right? When I, yeah. I'm like, we're going here, and it was just like because if Jesus. we're obedient, mm -hmm. he's like, he's the lamp, right? He's, yeah. he's directing our footsteps. He's telling you where to go, where, and like yeah. we yeah. said, not to go. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we have to really listen. So, like you were saying, that's the key. Like if if you're if you're struggling, and there's all this noise around you, then you got to stop, mm -hmm. and you got to just say, all right, Lord. Here I am. I'm in my little quiet time, my little closet. I want you to speak. Yeah. I don't want to speak. I want to hear what you're saying. Yeah. 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 You know, so we have to get ourselves in that spot so in we can place. hear mm -hmm. sometimes. Because sometimes, yeah, it's just an everyday thing. But sometimes when you've got a specific thing that you're believing for, mm -hmm. you can't hear all the noise. You can't hear all the people. And that was another thing the Lord was sharing with me today when I was praying about this was, you know, People, you can't, you can't always hear, you got to surround yourself with like the right people. people, you know what I mean? People yeah. that believe the same way, people that are, you know, we say when you're dating, you don't want to be unequally yoked, you know? Yeah. Same Period. thing when you're a believer Period. in the fellowship. But just with friends though. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they can, they can squash your dream and your vision like yeah. that, just mm -hmm. from the words they say yeah. if you share yeah. it with the wrong people. So, mm -hmm. so we have to be conscious of that and we have to really say, hey. Who are we surrounding ourselves with? Who are we, you know, who are we breaking bread with all the time? Are we breaking bread? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Are we like-minded people, people that are building us up, people that, you know, because I believe sometimes the Lord gives me words to share with you guys even sometimes. Yep, you know I what do. I mean? Yeah. Yep. And How about two Sundays ago? Yeah. <laughs> two Sundays ago. You know what I mean? How about two Sundays ago? I immediately received it too because yeah. I know, I know, dude. I was, you know, I was just on the phone with somebody today talking about you, bro. And uh, as a good friend of mine from, he lives in Columbus now. But I'm trying to get him up here. And it was crazy because God's put him on my heart the last two weeks, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said, bro, he goes, I swear I just had a dream about this. And he's like, and I was just like wanting to get into all this. He goes, and now you, you know, here you are. And I was telling him about you guys. I was like, man, I said, you know, for my own amusement, sometimes, and I, I said, I don't know. I don't feel that it's wrong. I don't feel that it's wrong. You know what I mean? I, will, I love to see God at work. Mm -hmm. So I think it's amazing to bring people to, you know what I mean, people that you guys don't know and watch you guys call out things because they're like, they're, you know what I mean? But even more, I'm like, you know what I mean? Because I know, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I purposely don't tell you anything about people, bring them to you guys just so you can let that, and that's a unique gift. You and know what we're I mean? able and to do that because we've recognized how to hear yep. the voice of God. Yep. And and see, like I said, I've so I've had it to where there's a gift, you know, like I've operated in the gift of knowledge a few times, mm -hmm. a couple times. 
And one was at the uh, the one store we were at together. That lady was a Christian. I said, you're a Christian, aren't you? She said, yeah. And I was like, you backslidden. Oh, we were at Green Farms. I was like, you're backslidden. <laughs> I said, I said, and what, during COVID and all that stuff that happened, you fell away from God because of fear and all, you know, I said, but God's telling it, you know, I don't, I don't even remember what I told her, but I gave her, and she was like, you know, she's, she's yeah. just shaking all over, but oh my God. And then when I was in Africa, I was sitting there with Drummond and you said, it's like a, a burning, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm sitting there and I'm eating with Drummond. We're in this restaurant. It's a Greek restaurant. And I, I can see the people sitting outside eating. And I'm sitting there, and I look up at Drummond, and I said, listen, dude. I said, that dude's on the phone right there. I said, and I'm telling you right now, he's in the middle of making, like, this decision for, he's switching occupations for work. Mm -hmm. I said, and he don't know what to do. I said, but, uh, you know, I said, he doesn't know what to do, and blah, blah, blah. I'm telling Drummond all this stuff, and he goes, why are you telling me, boy? <laughs> go tell him. <laughs> and I go, and, I, and, and as soon as the dude hangs up the phone, I said, I mean, I know I've been staring at you. I said, it's probably creeping you out. And I was like, but are you in the middle of switching occupations from jobs? And you're like right in the middle of it right now and you don't know what to do. And his girlfriend's like sitting there eating something. She's, you know what I mean? Like just puts her food down and you know, he's got the phone. He's like, dude, how do you know that? And I was like, listen, and he was like, and where are you from? Cause of the accent. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm from the I'm United from States. Ohio. Yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. from the United States because I'm sitting in South Africa. You know yeah. what I mean? This dude's like, and I told him, I said, uh, you know, the Lord said to return to him. And I said, because you're a Christian. And he's like, yeah, I am. And I was like, well, yeah, but you lost your first love. And I told him, God said, if you seek me first in my kingdom and my righteousness, then all these things will be added unto you. God will lead and guide all your steps. He'll lead you where you should be going, what you should be doing and all that. <laughs> And he was just like, oh, my God. He's like, dude, listen, what church do you go to? Are you going to be around? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just wanted all the, mm -hmm. to know all these things. But, I mean, it was burning on the inside, mm -hmm. like, to go do this and tell right. this guy. And I'm like drumming. Man, you know, because it, it was like, and I, because the dude was on the phone. And I was waiting for him to get off the phone. And it was burning so much that I just mm -hmm. started telling Drummond about what I was hearing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was know, like yeah. burning, mm -hmm. yeah. And it was right on point. Like mm -hmm. I said, that lady, like, Mm -hmm. the same you know I do want to say this since we're talking about things like that the enemy has the counterfeit which is psychic to everything yes yes and his counterfeit with the psychic is yeah these people do have a gift that God gave them of prophecy but they're using it with the enemy Yep. And they're relying upon these familiar spirits. Well, yeah. what in the world is a familiar spirit? Um, it are, they are evil spirits that are constantly studying us. Yep. They have gone back, like they have come up to us, up our bloodlines. They know what our ancestors have done way back. So they, they know the patterns of our lives. And they know how to say just the right things to get our attention. But again, it's that counterfeit. And I personally ran into this probably twice in my life that I can think of. And the first time was actually with a chiropractor. And it was when I was going through all the stuff with my heart. I'm trying to find, you know, a cure, trying to find a cure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this guy actually dealt more with like the supplements, but he had the chiropractic as well. And um, my first time going there, like I'm, my prayer ahead of time was, you know, Holy Spirit, you know, give me some answers. I want, I need direction, you know, guide me in this, give me the answers and everything. 
And I remember when this guy was talking to me, he put his hand like on my leg above my knee and he looked at me and he's like, I just want you to know, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And it was so weird because like from that moment on for like several months, it was almost like I was under this weird spell. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was weird. I like just believed whatever he was saying yeah, to me. Yeah, because you received that first word. Right. And I remember sharing that with um, a good friend of ours who's kind of like one of our spiritual mentors. And he's like, that was a familiar spirit. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you were, he was listening to a familiar spirit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. And then it took me actually really praying about it. And it was like, all of a sudden God opened my eyes and that veil came off and it was like, oh my gosh. And I stopped believing everything that he was saying. And it was like, after that, um, he would get mad at me about whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done with you. Like I'm yeah. finished with you. Yeah. But so he was kept, and did he keep writing you prescriptions and stuff too? Yeah. You know, like, like I mean, substances. Su- yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, in the word, like I said, the word pharmacia and mm-hmm. what it means, it means, and it's talking about substance or potions. Right. And it's substances. Mm-hmm. It's regardless, it's what it is. Supplement is a substance, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, that's how they operate too, is witchery and warlockery. Right. You know what I mean, and I, you know, the, this stuff yeah. is going on. Mm-hmm. It's literally going on. I mm-hmm. had I. I'm not going to mention her name, but that one lady you sitting there telling me that you know, yeah. that she sees you know people from the graveyard, you know soldiers mm-hmm. and all this other stuff, and they come up and they talk to her. I said, I said, you know that you're not really talking to them, right? Mm-hmm. I said, like the word familiar is like family, like right. they've like you said they mm-hmm. study. You know, it's just like your phone. Or your your device it studies you. It's watching yes. you. It knows everything about you. Gives you, you those ads. You know what I mean? And like you talk about something. Next thing you know, it's on your phone. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. And they go and they they like your dad was saying about the little cracks and the creases and all that stuff. And that's what they go for. Mm-hmm. I mean, they. Well, that and the Bible says that the devil comes as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. but, um. So today, right? So uh, last night, what you just said. Now, mm-hmm. my buddy. JR, like I, I was on the phone and I preached to him for, for what, about an hour last night? Yeah. And he hit me up and he said, bro, he's like everything that you that you hit on, according, you know, because I was telling him about the covenant and what Jesus did and why his mm-hmm. hands, feet, brow, everything was pierced mm-hmm. and bled. And then I was even telling him about um, people that, that, okay, like real Christians and, and having the baptism in fire and the Holy Spirit and being used by God and how you don't come against, you know what I mean? Like coming against our brothers in the faith, but you're attacking the move of the Holy Spirit. Like right. you, you almost have to question what what's going on here. Mm-hmm. You know, with these people, why are they doing that? Why, you know what I mean? Well, anyway, um, he sent me this video and he told me, he goes, bro, everything that you said, I went home and I watched these two different videos and everything you touched on it was this. So this guy, mm-hmm. it was a Southern Baptist. He was a Southern Baptist preacher's mm-hmm. old man. And he told what happened. He said that he died. He was like running some kind of campaign to be a governor, mayor, mm-hmm. or something. Went home and he died. And he was trying to survive, trying to live. And he knew he was dying. He said he was surrounded by like thick darkness. And he was pleading with God, God, can I stay? I need to stay here. And he said he heard the most beautiful voice that he's ever heard in his life. He said all the music in the world, like nothing was like this voice. It was amazing. And he was trying to plead with God. He said that voice was beautiful. And it was talking to him and it said, quit breathing. 
And he started thinking, he's like, man, if I stop breathing, I'm going to die. No, I don't want to die. Mm -hmm. I just told you I want to stay here. Mm -hmm. He goes, and right when he said that and snapped out of what that thing was telling him, that's when the lights kicked on and these angels grabbed him. That was Satan. Like, mm -hmm. it was the devil yeah. that Coming with that voice and that beauty. It was the devil. And then, like, the, everything that they showed him. So he got taken up and he seen the table, the principalities and powers, the mm -hmm. enemy sitting there. And, like, all the assignments, like, there are certain princes over certain areas that only need, like, one. Right. He said the United States has thousands. Oh, I believe Because there's so many people that walk into power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Like, they're always trying. They're, wow. like, constantly just coming at you. But anyway, he's, like, still trying to get back here. This guy's Southern Baptist, mm -hmm. right? And God revealed to him, dude, you're wrong. What you're doing is wrong. What you're telling people is wrong. Like, wow. And the dude wasn't living. So he was against the move of God, but he's also not living in, like, winning souls and stuff. He's, like, once saved, always saved, mm -hmm. believing all that. And he said that when he got to the gates of heaven, he wanted to ask God to come back. Well, when he got to the gates, they said, listen, you can't go in there and leave. So... If you, he said, well, you guys are going to take me to him to, to talk to him. He said, no, you can talk to him from here. Ask him. So he said he didn't get to see God, but he started asking God, and he was telling him all the things he'd done. Well, God, I do this, and, you know, I'm a pastor, I'm a preacher, and, you know, I'm adopting all these kids, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm doing this, and doing that. He, God let him but finish his whole spew. Yep, he let him finish his spew. And then he, he ended up calling him out and said, hey, um, he goes, all right, all your works are in vain. Everything you're doing is in vain. It's all by you. All, all the things that you're doing are by you. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's not by my, it's not by powers, by my spirit, said God. So he was telling this guy, everything he was doing in the ministry and everything was all in vain mm -hmm. because he was doing it in his own ability and his own power. Wow. And then he said, you're like one of the Pharisees that I'd have cast it out in the outer darkness. And then like God, yeah. so this dude come back and he wrote a book and everything. And wow. he was explaining how these demons <clears throat> operate, how mm -hmm. they all, but what what you were just saying so this angel of light and the voice that he heard mm -hmm. and he learned how yeah, satan's operating mm -hmm. and working mm -hmm. and what he's doing here yep this leads right into this verse and we'll try to wrap up here with this um first john 4 1 dear friends do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the spirit you must test them to see if the spirit they have comes from god for there are many false prophets in the world. I would say there's many false voices out there. <laughs> yeah. And I'll share this story here. Um, Dad, a couple years ago when he, when COVID was all going on, he went into the hospital and he was diagnosed with it. And while he was in the hospital room by himself, he's like, I felt this presence and this thing come into the room. And he's like, I told it, if you're good, you can stay. If you're not, get out of here. He's like, that thing left. And I told yeah. him, I said, I believe that was a spirit of death yep. coming to take you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because he, he did come out, hallelujah. But the Sunday that he came out, the doctors are like, what are you doing standing here? We thought for sure you'd never get out. He's like, do you know how many people I had praying for me at home? <laughs> but dad knew I've got to test this thing. Mm. I've got to test yeah. the Is this from God yeah. or is it not? Yes. So that's what I would encourage all of you. You know, yeah. we are in search of hearing a voice. Yeah. Hopefully it's the voice of God. But if you find yourself getting caught up in, I'm hearing voices. 
you need to start testing it, okay? Ask it. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? If yep. it says yes, permit it to keep yep. going. If it says no, you cut it off then. Yep. Yeah, because it, right here in um, John, it talks about the spirit of truth. Mm -hmm. He will guide you into all truth, but he will not speak on his own authority, but he will speak whatever he hears, and he will tell yes. you things that are to come, but he will glorify me. That's He'll right. And that's Jesus. Jesus. That's the Holy that's Spirit. Right. He will glorify Christ. Mm -hmm. And if Christ isn't yes. being exalted <laughs> or revealed by whatever you're hearing, right. it's not the Holy Spirit. Right. So that's test number one. And yeah. test number two is, does it line up with the Word? So mm -hmm. you're telling me that people that come up and tell you, well, you know what? The, God's telling me to leave my wife for this other woman, that they're, that they're totally wrong? They are completely <laughs> wrong. Because Jesus or, or women you know, that. He, I'm telling you, God told me to leave my husband for this other man. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, I don't, God, hold on. Jesus hold on one second. It Matthew says, uh, yeah, that's another time. That's yeah, that's another thing. So, all right. <laughs> You have people coming up telling you some of the weirdest things sometimes. But this, just like, Listen. I mean, yeah, but this will lead right into we're going to do a deeper dive yes. into the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. who he is, what he sounds like, mm -hmm. what he does. Um, Our work with him, yes. how we operate with him, yes. how he operates with us. And, and like I said, this is going to, this touch heaven, uh, the, the church that we're at, this is a fueling station. Mm -hmm. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, if you haven't been baptized in fire and spoken in tongues, Come, come to church. We'll get you filled right here. We'll get you filled and equipped mm -hmm. and equipped and we'll disciple you. Like, come, I'm telling you now. Like, if you haven't had an encounter with God, that's what we do. That's what we're doing. We're making disciples. We're getting people yes. filled with the baptism and fire and sending out, you know, eva other evangelists, other, you know, people mm -hmm. that operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's why we're here. And before you even get filled, you got to get saved. Yep. You want to lead people in prayer for salvation because this is important. Amen. Okay, so if there's anybody that's, you know, listening to this, you know, I just want to encourage you, like we were talking about hearing God's word. So we're just going to lift you up in prayer. So, Father, we just come to you today, Lord. We just ask that you will begin to speak to the, the hearts of these people, Father, that are listening. Father, as they are crying out to you, Lord, to hear your voice, Father, I believe that as they're crying out, Lord, you're going to show them your love, Father. You're going to show them your power. Yes, and they're going to hear your voice. And all they have to do is reach out to you and say, Lord, you are my Lord and Savior. I want to spend eternity with you today. And Father, I know that you will reach right out and you'll love on them right then and there, Lord. So mm -hmm. as they begin to cry out to you, Lord, I just ask that you will begin to pierce their hearts, Father, mm -hmm. with your love, Father. And just pierce their ears, Lord, to help them hear who you are, Lord. And to hear your voice and to become more like you, Lord. And Father, we just give you all the glory, Lord. And we just bless this day, bless this time together. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So it's just that simple. Just declaring that Jesus, you are my Lord and you are my Savior. And if you want to go a step further, ask him, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of unrighteousness. I want you to be my Lord. I make you my Lord today. And if you prayed that with us today, and you said that in your heart, and you believe it by faith, let us know. Write it in the comments below. If you have questions, if you need help, ask us. We will look at this. We will answer you. Because we want to make sure that you're on the right path. Yes. 
So thank you so much for joining us this week. We hope you learned a little bit more about hearing God's voice and some of these different voices that are going on in the world. And join us next week as we start to take a deep dive into who is the Holy Spirit. Have a great week.